Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. What's going on, Jeff Rieger? Another episode of the Daily Ticket. This one for a Monday, but it's not like a bad Monday. It's not like a, oh shit, I don't want to wake up on a Monday. Oh no, it's the 26th of February. It's 2024. And it's a great Monday because the Detroit Red Wings are unfucking believable. They really are. This is a team of destiny, people. And what happened last night in the Windy City, Chicago, was one of the greatest nights in maybe the last decade for Detroit sports. There was so much drama. There was so many storylines. I got to be honest with you. I had a whole other podcast that I put together about Jared Goff and how fans don't seem to love him as much as they should. Put it together at like one o'clock on Sunday. I'm thinking to myself like, dude, this is fine. Then I watched the Wings game, and I think to myself, well, I can't not talk about this. So since I love you, and I want you to get content, and me too, of course, I want more hits. I want more views. I want more reviews. I decided to hop into my car. It's like 11 o'clock at night. I've gathered everything that went down yesterday in Chicago. My hair looks like shit. I got to shave this stuff. I'm a mess. But I wanted to get this podcast out there because yesterday in Chicago was one of the greatest nights you're ever going to see. Let's break it down, shall we? Red Wings and Blackhawks. Patrick Kane going back to Chicago for the first time since he was traded. Traded last season, goes to New York, wasn't all that great in New York, got the hip resurfacing surgery. Usually players don't come back from that. Patrick Kane, however, he's come back. Look at this. Patrick Kane, 27 games, 28 points. He has been a revelation for Detroit. And I do believe when the story is written for this season, he's going to be the reason that the Wings are in the playoffs, and he's going to be the reason that they make a deep run in the postseason. But we'll get to that later. couple months. We got to get to Wings and Blackhawks. And before we even start about the game, I must say, I despise the Blackhawks. I hate Chicago. I despise their goal song. It drove me bonkers when they won three cups in Chicago. What? 2010s and 15s? Drove me crazy. Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves and Marion Hossa. Screw them. Oh, it made me so mad. Nobody likes the Blackhawks. I loved it when they didn't have a TV station. Them and their cute little Detroit sucks chant. Oh, well, who now sucks, Chicago? You suck because you're the worst team in all of hockey. But the Wings were playing the Blackhawks. Patrick Kane was going back to Chicago. So was Alex DeBrinkett. 
And Chris Chelios was getting his number seven retired and raised up to the rafters. How about that? How ironic. Patrick Kane goes away to Chicago just like Shelly did. And on the night that Kaner goes back to the Blackhawks, Chris Chelios gets his number retired. Shelly talked about 30 minutes. Said a lot of good stuff. Egged on the United Center crowd to rip Detroit. We'll get to that momentarily. However, he did talk about Patrick Kane. Shelly, of course, one of the greatest American hockey players ever to put on ice skates. And so is Patrick Kane. So what does Chris Chelios think about Patrick Kane? Is he a better American-born hockey player in his mind? Take a listen. More on the subject of great ones from that era. I got to include him. This guy will go down as the greatest American-born player. Kaner, Patrick Kane, unbelievable. That jersey looks kind of funny, Kane. Big row on you. And don't worry, it'll work out in the end. You'll be standing here, same as me. But just be careful, don't go stealing my thunder today, okay? I got money on the board to shut you down. All right, so... That was classy at Shelly. I love Shelly. I really do. I got to know him a little bit when he played for the Red Wings and after his career in Detroit. What a cool guy. Hangs out with a ton of celebs, by the way. Pearl Jam was there. Eddie Vedder was there. Apparently, Shelly is boys with Michael Jordan and, of course, Dennis Rodman. All kinds of stars. Cindy Crawford was in the house to celebrate Shelly getting his seven rays to the rafters. And I thought that was really classy of Chelly essentially to say, listen, Patrick Kane's the best American hockey player ever. Now, Chris Chelios is right up there as well, but it's pretty fucking hysterical, isn't it? Because at the end of the clip, you heard Shelly say, hey, you're the best American hockey born player, but take it easy. Don't overshadow me today. I put money against you that Chicago would keep you off the board. Now, as you know, Patrick Kane, before yesterday, had 26 points in 26 games. So it's a very difficult thing to do. So they started the hockey game. Wings went up 1-0. Daniel Sprung got a goal in the first period. Second period got going. Blackhawks struck for two goals, including one in the power play. They have, like, one of the worst power plays in all of hockey. So they led 2-1. to one. Then I decided in the third period to check my gambling app and see that the Red Wings were a plus 320 to win the hockey game down a goal. So I threw on Twitter, 320 plus 320. Hop on it, everybody. These are pretty fucking good odds. Chicago blows a lot of games. And the Red Wings lead the league in third period comebacks. So what happened? Late in the game, about five minutes left, Alex Debrinkit, impossible angle, finds a way to light the lamp from who? Oh, Patrick Kane. Sorry, Shelly. 2-2 game. 
2-2 remains that way until overtime. Overtime, three-on-three, you're no stranger to things. And wouldn't it be something if Patrick Kane could somehow, some way, win the hockey game after a great tribute video that the Chicago Blackhawks gave him? I kid you not, it was one of the longest applause and crowd roars ever in a tribute video. They showed the video about two, three minutes long. Kane took one circle around the ring, then another circle. Then Debrinket's like, dude, they're still cheering for you. Take another circle around the ring. Pretty amazing. It was really cool. And it should be cool. I mean, the dude won three Stanley Cups in the city of Chicago. Without Patrick Kane, the Blackhawks don't win as much as they won. So overtime, 2-2 game, wouldn't it be sweet if Patrick Kane could find a way to win the hockey game? And that's exactly what happened. All of a sudden, after a stop defensively, Debrinket got the puck. Beautiful feed to Kane. Kane all by himself. I can't do it justice. I can't do it justice. I'm still fired up over it. I want to play two cups. Of course, the first, Kenny Cow. The radio voice of the Red Wings. Listen to this unbelievable call from Ken Cal. Connor Bedard out the center ice now. And over the Red Wing line. Drops it back to Jones out in front. Moves in. Shoots. Save made. Rebound chance. And now the Wings have a break. Here is Patrick Kane. Oh, what drama. Brings it in on a breakaway. Shoots. He scores. Oh, what a win for the Red Wings. On a night they celebrate, Kane, he scores the game-winning goal in overtime. And the Red Wings, Malibet, center the final score in Chicago. The Red Wings, three, and the Blackhawks, two. So how about that? The Red Wings get the last laugh against the original six rival Chicago Blackhawks. Kane gets the game winner in overtime, finds himself wide alone and makes a move, and he doesn't miss. Oh, baby. Just unbelievable. This guy has been so good for the Red Wings. What a pickup for Steve Eiserman and company. And now all of a sudden, a game they should have lost, they won. Ken Cal had a great call, didn't he? A phenomenal call. You know who also had a great call? How about Ken Daniels, the TV play-by-play voice? What a moment for the Wings. What a moment for Patrick Kane. What a moment for Detroit. I want to give you Ken Daniels' call as well, because this was outstanding, too. Drop back, Jones. Jones, right in, saved by a rebound save. Look out here. Look at this. Wide Look open. at this. center ice. It's Patrick Kane in Chicago. Oh, oh, my God. Kane with the overtime winner. The Red Wings win it 3-2. The story is complete on Kane's return. Guess who sets up Kane for the game winner? Alex Dabrinkit. Dude, come on. Shelly gets his jersey retired. Kane gets the big in-game tribute video. Blackhawks looking to ruin Detroit's night. They choke away a one-goal lead. Oh, baby. And Patrick Kane wins it in OT. The cool part about this game, by the way, was how about Connor Bedard in the third period, the do-it-all rookie, the transcendent player for the Blackhawks. He had a breakaway himself. It was a 2-1 Chicago lead. And Bedard, nobody within five feet of him, 
going streaking in on James Reimer, and Reimer made the save. Said, nope, not this time, rookie. If he scores, Wings lose. A certainty they lose. But instead, Reimer, the backup netminder, makes the save. Bedard can't score. And about 30 minutes later, Kane ain't missing. He scored way too many goals on that ice. Sorry, Chicago. So how did Patrick Kane feel post-game? Like, what a day. What emotion for Kane, the guy that played so many games with the Blackhawks. In Chris Chelios's mind, the greatest American-born hockey player in the history of the world. Great interview by Trevor Thompson on Bally's with Patrick Kane. Take a listen. We all know the great ones have a flair for the dramatic, and so it was with Patrick Kane in his return to the United Center today. And Patrick, obviously, it's a big two points for the team. But I'm just wondering, as you're going in on a breakaway in a moment like this, and you know what the day has been built up as, what you're thinking and what those emotions are like. You definitely think of the moment, that's for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I had a, had a move in my book in case uh, I got to a breakaway tonight and stuck with it, and it was nice to see it work out. Just snipe top corner, that simple? Yeah, I just want to slow down, maybe get the goalie to uh, move back a little bit, and then, um, you know, try to just forward in the top corner there. You picked up an assist on uh, Alex Dabrinkit's goal as well, and that was a big goal, the way that it went in. Obviously, it got you guys to overtime. How important was that goal at that point in time, and what did you see on that play? Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously a, a huge goal for us there. I mean, we... Didn't play our greatest tonight. I think there's a lot going on, going on, a lot of emotion. Sometimes it's tough to focus on those games, but found a way, man. It's just something about this group. We just find a way. But um, really smart heads-up play by him to uh, to shoot it off the back of the goalie. And, and I think we got a lot of confidence off that play. Earlier today, you said you didn't know how you'd feel, what the emotions would be like when you watched the tribute and just as the day unfolded. How did you feel when the tribute rolled and you took a spin around and acknowledged the crowd? Yeah, it was great. I mean, the Blackhawks have been so... So great with me ever since I came here. Um, so I didn't expect anything less. It was a pretty special tribute. And uh, didn't know if I took too many laps or not enough. But um, um, still pretty special to share that moment with the fans. Obviously weird being on the other side, but uh, special nonetheless. Chris Chelios acknowledged you in his speech earlier today as well. And then he put some money on the board in the other room to kind of hold you off the board. <laughs> didn't work out well for Chelly here today. But just your thoughts about him acknowledging you in the end result. Yeah, it's great. I mean, he's been a great friend for a long time. And uh I think um, everyone that knows Chelly knows that he's a legend and uh, he's definitely deserving of this honor. So it's nice to sit out there and hear his speech and hear his journey. And, um, you know, obviously great for him to mention me too. That was a nice touch. You had many magical moments. Where does this one rank? Right now it's up there, man. It feels good. It feels really good right now. Uh, um, really, really happy with the group. I mean, this group has been unbelievable to me. Welcome me in and share these moments. I mean, um, uh, the guy's giving up the the assistant captain for me for me today. It's pretty special too. Just mo just just things like that. There's a, a lot of camaraderie in this group, so it uh, feels good to obviously you know score that goal and uh, um, you know even bigger get a win against these guys. All right, so great interview, Trevor Thompson with Patrick Kane. Doesn't this seem like a team of destiny? Like honestly. Doesn't this seem like a team that not only, of course, is going to make the postseason with the win, they're eight points above the playoff cut line, but it also feels like a team that can make a real deep run in the playoffs. Since the start of 2024, Wings have won 17 of 21 games. They got a five-game win streak going on. They're eight points above the cut line in their eight, they're eight points above the playoff cut line. And more importantly, Every game they win, you see the octopus. Octopus made its way to Chicago. 
On the road, there's octopi. At home, there's octopi. All that we need now is those Detroit car flags. That's what we need next. Because this is starting to feel like 1997 again. Starting to feel like 2002 again. This Wings team is fucking legit. And I don't know how anybody can't be revved up after what we saw in Chicago last night. But I got one more thing. My favorite part of the evening, as if the overtime goal wasn't enough, or to bring it scoring from the tough angle wasn't enough, or Chris Chelios getting his jersey retired wasn't enough, or Reimer stopping Bedard, or fans lining up four hours before the dropping of the puck. What a day in Chicago. An absolute awesome day. Even if the Wings would have lost, it still would have been a cool day, right? But thank God they won. Because the best part for me, and listen, I admit I'm petty. I admit I get consumed with sports hate. I despise the Blackhawks. And more importantly, I hate their fans. They wanted to be Detroit Red Wing fans so badly. Oh, they were a bunch of followers. They wanted to be like the Wings so badly. They didn't have a TV deal. Nobody carried their games. Nobody cared about them. They wanted to beat Detroit so badly. And yeah, they eventually got there. They won three Stanley Cups. I hate the Blackhawks. I despise their fans. So when Chris Chelio stepped to the podium pregame, and he talked about Detroit because, of course, the Red Wings are part of his journey. It fired me up. I'm a big Chetley guy. I already told you that. But I don't like this cut. Chris Chelios essentially giving the crowd an opportunity to chant Detroit sucks. Take a listen. Okay, then the sad part came. I got traded. I'll, I'll say to the, I won't say the enemy. Let, I'll give it to him. Yeah, go ahead, give it to him. I'm sorry, Danny. <laughs> but it didn't matter. All the years I was playing for Detroit, I still was loyal to the Blackhawks. I won't say that word again, I promise. I'll use Michiganders. It's a little... Yeah. But all those years, I still remained a Blackhawk. And in 2010, every fan, including myself, their wishes came true, winning their first Stanley Cup since 1961. Shelly. How dare you? How dare you? Talking about them, their dream came true in 2010, winning the cup. Oh, shut up. You won cups with Detroit, dude. Chris Chelios riling up the crowd to chant Detroit sucks. Talking about his time in Detroit. Oh, it didn't mean anything to him. When I was a Red Wing, I never stopped thinking about you, Chicago. Despite the fact that I opened up a couple chili restaurants in Detroit and made a whole lot of money. Never stopped thinking about you, Chicago. Listen, I get it. It was a Chicago crowd. He's from the south side of Chicago. I understand. I'm not going to hold it against them. But you know what I love? The best part of the night, the greatest part of the evening, 
all those cute little Chicago Blackhawk fans chanting Detroit sucks. Detroit sucks. Well, their team sucks. Their last place, not just in the West, but in the entire league. But forget about that. They were chanting, Detroit sucks. Detroit sucks. They thought, oh, yeah, we got Connor Bedard. Patrick Kane is washed up. We're going to make a resurgence. The wings aren't that good. Detroit sucks. Detroit sucks. And then what happened? What the fuck happened, Chicago? What happened? Patrick Kane scored in overtime. And he took a victory lap with all you Blackhawk fans on your feet. You gave a Detroit Red Wing a standing ovation. You gave the enemy a standing ovation. How the fuck did that feel? How'd that feel? How'd that feel, Chicago? Oh, man, you're waking up this morning. You got to feel real dirty, don't you? The team that you hate, the city that you despise, despite the fact you wanted to be so much like them, you gave a wing, a Detroiter, a standing ovation, and he used to be yours. Oh, that had to suck. Oh, that had to feel really bad. Maybe good in the moment, but now kind of embarrassing. Patrick Kane was yours. And yeah, you're going to retire his number, and yeah, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, and I'm sure he'll always be associated with the Blackhawks. But last night, oh, I love it. I love it. I am so petty. <laughs> Makes me feel good. Listen, I know you're probably watching or listening to this, and you're like, oh my goodness, Rieger's unhinged. I can't explain to you my hatred for the Maple Leafs and the Blackhawks. And you know what? Yesterday was a really good day. I don't have time for comments. I'm glad I made this podcast. I'm glad I scrapped the other one. What a day in Chicago yesterday. What a huge moment in Detroit sports. Wings are going to make the playoffs. They got a chance to make a deep run in the playoffs. Dude, this is exciting. It's a team of destiny. I really believe it. There's something special going on here. This team is gritty. They're gutty. They come back. They didn't play all that well yesterday. Second game of a back-to-back. Found a way to win like they've done so many times this season. If you're a Wings fan, you got to be so elated. If you're not a Wings fan, well, you know what? You should probably start watching because it's a really fun team. What a night. Patrick Kane gets the last laugh on Chris Chelios. (laughs) And more than anything, I'll never forget yesterday. Because Chicago gave Detroit a standing ovation. Oh, you must hate that. It's kind of like when you get hammered. You have a good time. Then your whole night is caught on video. And the next day you're at the office and somebody's like, oh my God, I watched you drunk last night. What were you thinking? Chicago fans are going to go into work today. And people are going to be like, we gave Detroit a standing ovation. Oh, that's the best part of the night by far. All right, I've gone way too far. Fun podcast to do. Fun night. Let me know what you think, comment section. I'll read some comments tomorrow. Guys, listen, you're the best. What a night in Chicago. That was so cool. Talk to you tomorrow on a Tuesday. See ya.